0: And now on the Business Radio X Network, another exciting episode with Jamie Urbidev in Connecting Tucson with Jamie.
1: Welcome, everyone, to another Connecting Tucson with Jamie Overturf, broadcasting from Tucson Business Radio X, situated in the Stewart Title corporate offices on Broadway in Tucson, Arizona. Connecting Tucson is all about connecting our community and local businesses to do some good. Today, we have a special guest in the studio, Brianna Dang, with, uh, who is the production manager at ProLam Plus here in Tucson. Hi, Brianna. Hello, Jamie. How are you doing today? I'm great, and yourself? Uh, you know, it's Christmas time. I'm it going a little is. bit crazy.
0: How about you? Not yet. Not yet. We've been getting the house together, so my <laughs> Christmas shopping's
1: next week. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's kind of late timing. Yeah, it is this year. <sighs> nice. Well, Brianna, you were born and raised right here in Tucson, Arizona. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And you have four siblings, three older sisters, and one older brother making you the baby of the family? That is right. I am the baby. Going out and proving something, are we? or no? Nope. No. Nope. Nope. All right. Well, you've been married nine years to your husband, David, and together you have two beautiful bright children, Zachariah and Lexi. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. I'm so happy you can come on. Thank you for having me. Oh, excellent. Well, let's dive right in, Brianna. So let's just start off with a very easy question. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am 30 years old now, been
0: married about nine years, and I Started helping my dad out at his business when I was about 15, you know, during the summer times. And when I turned 18, I started working with him permanently for a little while. And then we had our son. So I left and kind of took another path. And about three years ago, I came back permanently. And hopefully I will be taking over the business Mm. when my dad retires in two years. So just trying to keep the family business going. It's just the two of us.
1: So. Oh, so it's just you and your father working yep, there. just me and my dad. So it's definitely a family-run business. It's a mom-and-pop shop. <laughs> so very interesting. So you are the baby of the family. Do you think that motivates you a little bit more, maybe trying to prove yourself a little bit, getting yourself my... out there, showing that you can do this? Yeah, show my siblings I can do it, show yeah. my parents that
0: I can take it on and you know, provide all the services my dad's been doing for 26 years here in Tucson.
1: Nice. Has any of your other siblings ever taken an interest in the uh, business? Um, my two middle sisters worked for him on and off
0: throughout high school. Um, my oldest sister used to do payroll for us. Oh, okay. So and she worked with us for a couple of years.
1: Nice. Okay, so really just you and your dad. Yep. How is that working with your father? It's nice. Yeah. It's, it's very flexible,
0: especially with the kids. You know, he's oh, very yes. understanding if I have to run and take off, but. It's it's nice because I don't have to deal with, you know, the bosses that yell at you and scream at you. And he knows me on a personal basis, so he knows what buttons to push and whatnot.
1: It's interesting you say that because you didn't always used to work for the family business. You stated that you took a different path. yeah So what did you used to do prior to working at Prolim? So I worked in a senior home for a little while
0: as a server, and then I moved to Canyon Ranch Health Resort for a while, and I was doing serving. And then I ended up in the dietitian office before I left. Okay. So
1: a completely separate, way different, way different path. So you're just like, I'm just going to verge off and see what's different. Yeah. So we're in the corporate world and now you're back to the family business Yep. Two completely different fields. Would you say? Yeah, I definitely would. Um, so what brought you back specifically? Um, I had come about three years ago
0: to help out. They were getting really busy and I was still at Kenyon ranch. So I was kind of doing the two together and I just saw how much my dad really needed help and I love being able to be creative and have my own ideas okay and bring that to my customers so I was like you know what this is more along what I want to do and I can be free so why not so explain when you say you get to be creative what do you get to do so we do like with picture frames and um, artists work we can show them different ways of displaying their work to oh, people okay. you know? and we get to you know, change colors of the frames or the mats or the boards so it just brings that little spark out
1: Okay. So you get to kind of show your creative side. You don't have to worry about, I guess, that corporate, like I say, the corporate world coming down on you, always having those demands. I think it. there's something special about being able to have a family-run business. You know, it's just... It just seems more like a personal touch, I yeah. want to say to me, and I did definitely experience that when I actually walked into your shop. Yeah, <laughs> so that was fun. So I have to admit, I'm also the baby. So I, I do think that motivates me a little bit more to prove myself because it's one of those that okay, I'm not the baby, a and b. I I know what I'm doing. So yeah. let me just prove to you. I think I have a little bit more to prove. Um, I think that. That is very similar. We have some of those types of paths there. So um, so let me just ask you this. How did ProLamp start? Because it is your dad's business, and he's been working there since 1996. 96. Okay, okay. So talk to me. How did it start? So he used to work for another company that was similar,
0: but he decided, you know what? I want to do more for my customers. I want a more personal touch. I want to be able to talk with them, bring them in, let them see what we do. And so he decided to go off on his own, and he started in nineteen ninety six. And here we are, twenty three years later, still just going, keeps going strong.
1: Yep. Okay, so he he started for like a local business here, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. and then just said, "I can maybe do it a little bit better or more personal." Yeah, excellent. So I guess probably wanted to leave a legacy for you guys as well, right? Yes, doing of something course, of yeah. that.
0: He's
1: a sole provider of the family for a long time, so. It must he be difficult to make sure everything on...
0: was good and yeah. that he could control everything.
1: That's good. And, and I know being an entrepreneur can be difficult. Do you think he maybe had some struggles in the beginning? Or how do you think, you know, how um, did, did ProLam, usually within the first three to five years, that's when the business starts. Either they're going to make it or they're not. So what do you think he did to make sure that ProLam sustained the long haul?
0: Just making sure you got his name out there and making sure that all the work that comes out of our business is quality and
1: efficient. You do have quality. I can definitely say that. So for anybody that hasn't checked them out, you do need to check them out. Prolam Plus, they're here in Tucson, Arizona. Um, so I know you don't run the business yet, Not or maybe yet. two years. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. What are your responsibilities for uh, Prolam? Pretty much everything. Ooh, so okay. I do the
0: customer service. I do the one-on-one with the customers. I do the labor in the back, and that's why I have the title production manager. I see everything that comes in, make sure everything's in order, what needs to get done first, what needs to go out first. Um, I do writing the invoices. I do the email contacts, the phone calls. I do help with the books. So I do pickups and deliveries, pretty much a little bit of
1: Everything. So you are definitely positioning yourself to take over in a yeah. few years. Is your dad ready to let go of the reins? I don't think my dad will ever be ready, <laughs> but part-time maybe. <laughs> okay, that might work. That might work. You have a wonderful—from um, what I understand— You're also trying to maybe bring it into a little bit more of the 21st century with the social media aspect? Yes,
0: we just started doing that.
1: Okay, so tell me about how has that social media aspect maybe helped or what are you doing right now in social media? So I'm getting our Facebook
0: together and then we are looking into having um, a new website made, something more personal with our own pictures, you know, a little more about us, some videos maybe. Um, and other than that, right now that's all we have. Okay, just started working on all that.
1: Have you gotten any like feedback from your social media site yet? I've gotten a few customers
0: come from our Facebook and I've had a few comments and questions on there, but other than that, not yet.
1: All right, so you're just a work in progress, work in progress, (laughs) venturing it out. I do know social media is a huge thing this day and age, especially for family businesses. So I'm so glad that you're actually getting out there and, and doing that. So, um your Facebook page, I don't think I've actually seen it. Well, You said there's personal pictures. What are you putting on there? What are you posting? So our website right now just has
0: basic pictures of what lamination and everything is. So we wanted to bring in personal pictures of us in the process of doing it and what it looks like when we are done so that it's our own work that is showing on the website.
1: That is so important because I think once they see the kind of work that you can do, I think it draws people in, especially the quality that you do. Exactly. Now, let's just go right in. What products and services does ProLam Plus offer? So
0: we do hot and cold lamination. We do dry mounting and we do custom aluminum framing. And the dry mounting is basically you can take a picture, a photo, a poster, and you mount it onto a board. We have different kinds of boards with different subtrates. We have foam cores, We have gators, We have aluminum boards. We have plastic boards. So you can just take that photo and put it on the board. It stiffens it up. You know, you can display it easier. So...
1: Okay, so you just mentioned a lot there. So <laughs> let's take a step back. Um, hot and cold lamination, what's the difference? So our hot process is
0: a double-sided. So it completely encapsulates whatever we're laminating, the paper, the poster... Um, so that our menus, even that's one of our big items for hot lamination is menus. Um, our cold process is where we just put a lamination on the front and it's not through a hot machine. So if you have wax inks, it won't smear them or smudge them or affect them in any
1: way. Oh, so like the back's not laminated. It's just the top. Just the top.
0: Well, that's interesting. So like when we do the, the display boards, you don't want to. or laminate the entire board, so we just laminate the front where the photo or the picture is.
1: Okay. So that actually brings me to a point. There's these lamination machines that are out there that I've seen, like Mm -hmm. Staples and Office Depot. Why would somebody want to use you versus buying the machine and doing it themselves, especially if they have menus and they're having to do it all the time?
0: Time Time-consuming. We also have an automated laminator, so it feeds it for me, it runs it for me, it counts it for me, it cuts it for me, and I basically just Supervise. (laughs) Okay,
1: so that's neat. So. Is that hot lamination the same process as the machines that you see at stables? Yes. Okay, but maybe on a much... Bigger scale. Grander and bigger scale. Because you said it does everything from, like, not only hot laminating, but, you know, cutting and counting and Mm -hmm. doing everything. Yes. And it's a
0: bigger scale. A lot of the in-store ones are, like, small. You can do, like, a 12 by 18, whereas we have the option to go up to four feet wide by however many feet long.
1: Wow. So there's a lot of different things. You also mentioned different types of mounting material. You said gator. I know it's (laughs) not an alligator. But that's the first thing that came to my mind. So what are those different types of boards and why would you use them? So we have foam
0: board and it's exactly as it sounds. It's a foam based board. The gator board is more of a, a harder foam. Okay. It's more resistant to the weather. Like as if you were to mount something on the foam board and put it outside in this Arizona heat, it's gonna start warping. So the foam the foam board will warp. The Gator board is a little stiffer and it's more weatherproofed. And then we have like aluminum boards that we mount to. We have PVC, plexi, so. Lots of different types of options. Just depends on what you're looking for
1: and what you need. <laughs> yeah. So, not just mounting pictures and not just laminating. Yep. So, what's your favorite type of project to work on? I like doing, I would say the framing. Okay. Aspect. So, when you say framing, what kind of, you said aluminum framing? Custom and... aluminum picture frames. Okay. So, how so does it
0: custom? We have very many different styles and colors. Okay. Um, so we can, if you have a weird off size that you can't go to the store and buy a frame for, we can definitely have it made for you.
1: And do you do it there in shop or
0: do you? Uh, we order our frames cut and then they d- deliver them to us and we put them together in the shop.
1: Nice. So you like to be able to do those custom type. What's, what's yeah. the most unique? Um... I would say we had an artist come in
0: and we had to mount his photos onto a thick wood almost like palette frame and then you know doctor it all up and make it look good that one was one of my funnest ones I want to say just because it was something we had never done before I mean the board came in and it was like almost two inches wide which is wow you know pretty wide compared to most of the boards we work with it's about three sixteenths to a half inch wide and then it being all wood was something new for us you know, trying to figure out how to mount it onto the wood. Is it going to stick? Do we have to use a certain adhesive? So that one was probably my favorite um, just because it was something new.
1: Okay. And it turned out beautiful. So bring you the custom unique ones as yes. well. Yes. So you obviously don't just work with artists. What are some of your clients? What are, who are they? We like to say we are a finishing shop for the print shops.
0: Okay. So we do a lot of work with the print shops around town, but our favorite... Of customers, of course, or, you know, the mom and pop shops that come in or small restaurants or homeschooled teachers. They'll come in and have their maps or their their schoolwork, you know, that the kids do. Oh,
1: yeah, so So. that they have to hand them out in class so they don't get ruined. I get it, so they don't have to keep printing it. Yes. Didn't even think about that. And we
0: even have a dry erase lamination, so that's nice so that they can put that on and write on it, wipe it off, and reuse it
1: so wait there's a di- like your regular laminations you shouldn't dry erase you like there's a specific there type. are special types yes see i'm learning things as we go all right so you don't just put in like that store-bought lamination nope. machines probably not when you should be using a dry erase marker on no okay. i mean wet erase might work on them but the dry erase leaves shadows Oh, and then you got to get that cleaner and Mm -hmm. put that stuff on. Okay, now I'm getting it. All right. I think I'm getting a little bit. So I was so not aware of all the products that you use. There's so many different boards, laminating, different machines and tools. So I guess I myself being a layman wouldn't know what to use when I came in. How How do you know what to use, or do you just, like, kind of... That's when I start asking questions.
0: What are we doing with this? Where is Ah. it going to be? Do you want it for a long time? Is it just something you're hanging in your house? So that's where the creativity comes in, and we get to work really with the customers. Because a lot of the time, they're like, oh, I just want this laminated," And it's like, okay, well, what are you going to do with it? Well, you know, I'm going to have the kids, you know, play with it. They can write on it. Oh, okay, so then you want a dry erase you know, or, oh, it's going to go outside. Well, then let's use the UV lamination where you have a five-year yeah. guarantee outside or we have a graffiti lamp. So for park signs and stuff like that, if anyone goes and tags it up, it's easy to just go and wipe it off. So wait a minute.
1: There's, just... so wait, there's a park sign that you laminate? Explain. So we're doing some work <laughs> right now for
0: the county, and we're doing all the park signs. So like the no dumping or the s- no speed limit signs or no dogs or no bikes. And they post them up outside in the park. So we just make sure we put a graffiti lamp on it just in case, you know, anyone wants to go and tag on it or anything. They can just clean it up and not have to replace
1: the entire sign. So why doesn't every... But like, why doesn't every city use that? Because there's tags on everything. Exactly. I'm not going to say there. I go by and I'm like, OK, that's tagged. That's a street sign. So mm-hmm. like instead of cleaning it off, why isn't that like just broadcast it out there to laminate it? I don't know that everybody knows about it. That's just unique. They should put those on the trains. this is something new with the county, too. This is
0: something we just brought to them this year. Oh,
1: nice. So you're working with the county right now? Yep. So here in Tucson, what what kind of signs are you replacing? So right now we're not replacing. They're actually putting
0: up new signs in their parks. They didn't have any. So they're doing, like, the trail signs and,
1: like I said, the speed limit, no dumping, no dogs. So. Okay. I know a lot of signs, and I know this is bad because we are an open carry state, but they also have, like, the guns. Do you have anything that, like? You can relaminate with the guns, like they they shoot the signs? No, I've never seen that. I've seen that, mainly on parks. I think it's kind of sad, but, hey, it is what it is. Um, So, obviously, you have a lot of different clients. What is your favorite type of client? I would say,
0: like, our mom and pops. Yeah. You know, the little small restaurant businesses that are locally owned, it's nice to work with them because then you know you're. it's all going back to the community.
1: Oh, that's so wonderful. So working's not everything. And a little birdie tells me that you have kind of a mini zoo at your house. I do. <laughs> I do.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: we have three dogs.
0: Oh, we boy. have a cat that adopted us a couple years ago. We have two fish tanks. I cannot even count how many fish are in them. My son has a lizard and a fancy mouse. Wait, fancy mouse? Mm-hmm. Wait, doesn't the lizard eat the mouse? They're in separate cages, so.
1: <laughs> okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yep. So you have to be kind of an animal lover.
0: Yes, of course. Okay. I mean, if, it, if I could have it my way, I'd have more pets in my house. Uh, <laughs> is there a specific type of pet you'd like to have more? I oh. love dogs. Oh. They are my favorite. They're such great companions, although my cat is now giving them a run for their
1: money. Oh, cats do. I used to have two cats and two dogs and now only, unfortunately, have two dogs, a hamster, a snake, and a spider.
0: We had a hamster, but the cat got to it. Oh, no! (laughs) Yeah. So now he has a fancy mouse, and it's in his room. Um, where the cat does not go.
1: Yeah, that's 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 hard. That is definitely tough. Um, I I just I just had to tell the story because my my son actually brought out his hamster this weekend and was, was like playing with it on the floor. And we have two dogs. They're Australian shepherds, so they're herding oh, animals. Yeah. And they had never encountered. His name is Hannibal the hamster because <laughs> he has a taste for flesh, apparently. Um, <laughs> so he was walking around, and then my dog um, just decided to run up and started to chase the. Ham- hamster oh, no. who was outside of the ball and it just like all chaos broke loose and all she wanted to do is lick this hamster and she's like a big dog trying to lick this, this little, little tiny baby. hamster and she pawed it and it squeaked and we thought oh no oh, my it was alive it's alive it's it's okay uh, but um it was a lesson learned that we needed to make sure to manage that and I have to say I'm definitely an animal lover as well and uh, it's something that you know, I, I love animals. If I could do something, we would. Yeah. So, we were talking about your clients just a second ago. So, what type um, of clients are you searching for? Right now? Yeah. Are you searching for any? Or who are the we clients that take you partner anybody, with? Anybody. Anybody. Okay. We will not turn
0: our, uh, turn our doors to anybody.
1: Okay. What clients or are you partnering with anybody in the community besides the government? Um, right now, we do a lot of work with the uh, U of A. Oh, we really? do a lot
0: of work for the Health Science Center over there. Um, we do stuff with Raytheon once in a while, but really our big one is the county. Okay. That do really you do is. anything and with then museums? print shops? Yeah, anything with museums? We don't directly do with museums. We have a lot of work that we have done for the Arizona State Museum, but it comes from another client. Okay. It comes from the Prince. I would think that shop. the
1: museums want to try to protect their. the art and how how do they go about doing that because you can't really put like a ton of glass over some of those paintings what is it that you do to help protect the art so we can just mount it onto the
0: board if it is very touchy on the front we normally won't put anything on the front because you don't want to damage art Um, but if it is something we can laminate we like to
1: laminate it okay nice So I do have to say that I have seen your work firsthand. You actually laminated a piece of tricky art that I consider. It's like this new bead art. Yes. Um, I got it for my husband's, um, I call it a Father's Day present. It's our dog that we talked about that liked to Paul Hannibal. Um, (laughs) And you guys did such a phenomenal job of asking the right questions and making sure that what I was where I was hanging it, because it was going to be in his, you know, guitar room. It's kind of a little bit of moisture. You made sure everything was good I could still see the picture through the glass because I didn't want the beads to fall off Exactly. that was one of my main concerns because you know it does get some sun and I didn't want the adhesive where they had done the beads to come off you just did such great incredible work that I was so impressed that I had to be like I gotta talk to these people more because I now have a puzzle that me and my grandmother I think I told you this me and my grandmother did a puzzle Yes. and I have yet to try to move it because I don't want it to fall apart, but I got to figure out a way to get that mount. Do you do you mount puzzles as yes, well? Yes, we do.
0: And actually, you take Elmer's glue and you paint it on the front of the puzzle and it dries clear so that when you go to move it, it's still in one piece. So it makes it easier for you to move.
1: I will try
0: that. Just regular Elmer's glue? Yeah. And I just did. lightly paint a little coat on the top of it. And when it dries, it's clear. You can't even see it. That's usually what we do before we mount them, just to make sure they don't fall apart or we lose a piece.
1: Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that. Nice trick and tip yes. from the professionals at ProLam Plus, Elmer's Clue. Yes. All right. I'm going to have to. And it's just like in the squeeze bottle. You mm-hmm. just like get a brush. Yeah, a painting brush and just paint it on. Huh. Did not know that. So one thing I will say is you do educate your clients, and I'm very happy that you do. Um, it's not just from asking the questions, but you actually teach them about the different types of boards and the processes. Correct. So do you do you get the clients that are like, No, I just want this? We do have some clients that are like, Well, no, I
0: just want the basic, this is all I want. Okay, and that's fine. There's no reason to argue with a client.
1: Okay, absolutely not. If they know
0: what they want, we give it to them.
1: Let's do it. Let's do it. So, I also feel very strongly about educating my clients. So I know where that comes from. I also think it makes the client feel more at ease. Yeah. Because they can trust you. They're like, okay, maybe you could, you know, you ask the questions. If you just assume, and then all of a sudden, you know, you know, six months later, their piece is this falling apart. It's not. It's not what I wanted. You could those complaints
0: yes we very very seldomly ever get complaints but we always guarantee our work so if there's a problem you bring it back and we will fix it
1: See, guys, there they are. They'll fix it. So, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Connecting Tucson with Jamie, where we focus on connecting our community and local businesses right here in Tucson, Arizona. As your local insurance professional for personal and commercial lines insurance, as well as a small business owner, I know how important it is to make new and lasting connections right here in our own community. You never know how a connection will create a spark or pull you in a direction where you are not even thinking of previously. If you are a small business owner or involved in a community project and want to be featured on the show, please feel free to give me a call. All of my information is on TucsonBusinessRadioX.com and I would love, 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 love to hear from you. We're just talking to Brianna Dang, the production manager at Land Plus, which is a family run business here in Tucson, Arizona since 1996. Her father actually started this business from working with a different company, which is in a similar realm and said, I can do this and decided to do it a little bit better if you've not checked them out you really should all of their information is also on tucson business radio x with connecting tucson with jamie overturf so brianna we've been talking a lot about the types of styles that you do the different types of clients what does pro land plus offer that other companies do not we have that personal relation again
0: and we are fast and efficient
1: Okay, so let's just say I'm gonna actually, because we talked about fast and efficient, let's say I brought my piece in. How long or how, um, how long does that process usually take? Does it depend on the piece? Or like, let's say a general lamination, how long does that usually take? Or if we have to do a mounting, how long can that take? Walk me through that process. So, a usual lamination, if it's a small
0: job, it takes about an hour or two. Now, when we get into the bigger ones, that's when I go to my automated machine. And that's within 20, 30 minutes, we can punch out a couple hundred pieces. Nice. Um, mounting, again, depends on the size, but just a basic, say, 24, 36 takes about 5 to 10 minutes.
1: Okay. So let's just say um, a local restaurant came into your business and says, I need these menus laminated. Can you do them same day? Or do you usually say, oh, we need to wait a few days'?" We weeks. usually tell people a one-day turnaround.
0: Uh And that does vary depending on how busy we get. Like the past two weeks, we have been slammed, which is awesome. So the smaller jobs kind of get pushed aside a little bit to make sure we get those bigger ones out. But we always make sure that we communicate that with our customers when they come in, just so if they are on a time limit, we can make sure theirs gets pushed up. Or if they're not, we can push it back to make sure other ones get out.
1: Do you ever partner with other businesses if you get too busy? No, we have not. Oh, so you are able to hit those time commitments then. So let's just say, so you can, if need be, do same day turnaround Mm -hmm. as long as you're within that time frame. Do you ever um, charge extra for rushes? Well,
0: we have before, yeah, but we don't get too many where it's something that we can't get out. Okay. But, you know, every once in a while on a Friday, it's like 12 o'clock and we need this before you close. So then we'll do like a little $25 rush job just so we you know have time to set up and get everything together
1: that's so nice so for all you local business out there that needed menus go ahead and go to ProLam plus they do have a very quick turnaround for you do you ever work with like design companies that you would laminate directly with have you ever thought about partnering with any of them no we have not uh, usually everyone
0: just comes to us and they they're ready for the lamination
1: they're like this is what we need Nice. So maybe we can talk afterwards yeah. and we can maybe hit you up with a couple of those people that yeah, can that start doing that. Nice. That'd be great, right? we
0: love to get our name out there So work with everybody.
1: Many of our listeners out there probably haven't needed lamination services or have done it on their own. Let's just be frank. Yeah. When they needed mm-hmm. to do that, correct? So how would you describe your business to potential customers or clients? Mm, that's a tough one. I would say... Take a second. Let's Mm -hmm. just... I want it to come out right. Let's do it. Okay. So how would you describe your business to potential clients or customers if you were talking to them? Like your 30-minute elevator speech? You know, not 30 minutes. That's a long time. 30-second elevator (laughs) speech is what I meant. But that's what it's like. If you had to get yourself out there in 30 seconds or less, what would you say?
0: We are a small mom-and-pop.
1: We're a mom-and-pop
0: shop. Fast, efficient personal and we love working with anybody honestly so just we're just good at doing fast quick
1: turnaround and quality work coming out nice okay so basically say your one-stop shop for laminating and mounting mm-hmm. and that you will take on anybody from mom and pop businesses to just your one-off Big shops to one corporations Excellent. And it's just you and your dad there. How do you do it? Well, do you like work until midnight? I just have to know, no. because if you got a one day like, turnaround, <laughs> I mean, you said you're busy. Like, seriously, it's just you and your dad there. That's <laughs> that's we a lot of work
0: managing our time and what needs to be out, honestly. And when we do get into a bind, you know, my mom will come in. And help out, or I have friends who have come in and helped out. My husband's even come in and helped out. Oh, good for David. You know, once my kids are a little bit older, I'll be getting them in there to help out just like I was doing. You can never start them too early. Trust me, just get them in there now
1: and get them going.
0: (laughs) I'm like, the sooner I can get them in, the sooner I can leave
1: it to them. (laughs) Well, you just brought up kids, and I know being a working mom can be kind of difficult as well. And you said your dad does allow you time to go off. But... I find it very difficult owning my own business, and I know you're trying to take things over, you're gonna be taking on a lot more responsibilities as an entrepreneur if and when you do take that over. So are you prepared to mentally maybe not only take on the entrepreneurship as well as the motherhood route, What are you doing to get yourself ready to do that? Because I know when I go home, sometimes it's hard for me to take off that work hat just to, like, really talk to, you know, my husband and my son. And it's I'm still in the back of my head thinking, oh, I've got to get to this client. I've got to do that. How do you balance it? I really, really try not
0: to take my work home. Once I'm home, it's about the kids. But there are days where I work late or I get stuck. And so when I get home, it's just... I have to turn it off. I don't have a choice. I have to. I have to yeah. be there for the kids. I want to make sure that they have everything they need. So it is tough to juggle do better. it. But, you know.
1: I need to do a better job is what you're telling me. Thank you. Well, another, <laughs> No, I work
0: part-time right now. So I do have a little bit more time right now. But when I do take over, that, that will be a little bit of a challenge for me.
1: So let's just talk about that because i know your dad had to make an adjustment from going from a corporate world to an entrepreneur there's a lot of different hats that you wear as a business owner and yes. you will be doing the same from hr to payroll to business owner to um client liaison to you know p type different sheets um what are you doing right now to prepare yourself to take those types of tasks over
0: I'm just making sure everything is in line. Everything at home is going good. It's on track. We have a schedule. I make sure everything at work is running smoothly. Try not to leave anything up in the air when we go home every day.
1: It's just, it, it is a struggle, but it's all about schedule. Right. Uh, so let's just go on here. Um, obviously, we talked a little bit about what you did prior to here. Um. What do you, I guess, here's my, I'm going to try to say this in a different work. So um, you've held several jobs about dietitian and everything else prior to coming into ProLand Plus. What do you like best about being at ProLand Plus versus where you were in the co- corporate world is my, my question. It's like, what do you like best now versus where you were?
0: there really are no hard lines you don't have to follow every rule by the book as it like if in a corporation when you go in it's these are the rules this is what we expect of you we get to go outside the lines we get to be creative create things ourselves show the customers things they've they wouldn't have known on their own so it's, it's very flexible
1: that's I like so nice. being able to be
0: personal with our customers.
1: And you didn't really have that in
0: the old jobs? Is, no. No. No, it's more this is what we expect of you and this is what you're going to do.
1: But it wasn't a bad gig. No, I mean, you had a bad. steady paycheck. Yeah. And coming into the entrepreneur world, and you always don't have a steady paycheck. Exactly. So that is kind of one of those like, ugh, like yeah. scary type scenarios when it comes on. How are you preparing for that when you're taking over? I just got to make sure me and my
0: husband are working together and um. that we are stable. And
1: and your just, dad's never going to leave. I have a no. feeling like he's one of those He'll people. Probably that probably go part time. Part time like you are now. Yeah. yeah. you guys we'll will probably flip.
0: switch roles. Yeah. Flip. I like yeah. it.
1: All right, dad.
0: I mean, he's been doing this all his life. I don't know what he would do without it. So I don't expect him to fully ever leave.
1: Right. Well, let's just, you know, we always work hard, right? Yes. We work hard. So what are some things that you like to do in your off time? We love
0: cruising, driving around town. Going. Oh, I was going to say, cruises yeah. on like,
1: like cruise ships? Or? No, no. I need Just to come over to your family. <laughs> you know, we like sports
0: cars, so we like to go for cruises. Um, we love adventuring, you know, going to the mountains, checking out new places around town. We love music, so anything to do with music. What's Our your favorite type family? of music? Ugh, I don't have a favorite type. Really? I pretty much love all genres. Nice. I can't say the same for my husband. He's not a big
1: country fan, ah. but I have gotten him open up
0: a little bit to that world, so.
1: That's nice. So do you do that as a family, like you and like David and the kids and your mom and dad, or is it just mainly? Mostly me, David, and the kids. We do
0: get together with my in-laws and my parents you know, a couple times a month, but mostly
1: it's just a little family thing. So you're just going out cruising. Cruising, listening to music. Like cruising the strip in like the 1950s and 60s it <laughs> seems like you're driving down Tucson yeah. Boulevard little like Speedway. Hey, there we go. Down go speedway. down Speedway. Exactly. Old Spanish Trail's
0: a fun little road to go down.
1: Have you ever been out to like Tucson, like old Tucson and like those types of places with the children?
0: No, we have not taken them to Old Tucson Studio. <gasps>
1: You need, okay, so first off, you need to go there because it is a phenomenal place. And if you've ever lot, um, done a lot of Western movies, mm-hmm. like my grandparents were, oh, yes. um, you see all the old John Wayne like facades yes. that were there? They were phenomenal and they just do such a great job of keeping everybody entertained in their shows. You need to try that. You need yeah, to me try and my husband have gone, but we haven't yet to take the kids. Not even at
0: Nightfall? We were worried about that. There's been a couple years where they're like, oh, we love scary things. And then there's years where they're They have where the they're scare terrified. me not sticks. And they I'm have like, the scare
1: me not sticks. So you have yeah, carry heard about them that. around. I have
0: heard about that. So but you I'm
1: buy just... the scare me not sticks and they don't scare them. But they're phenomenal. You need to try it. Yeah. I, we were going to do it this year because my son's all into the
0: gore and the scary and the clowns. and But my daughter... Just got to that point where she's like, I don't know if I like scary things again.
1: Oh. So we we're like, okay, should we? We've been debating for a couple of years. Should I would, we do I this? would definitely try it next time. So, um, let's just see what have we got here. Um, you already said you're ready to take over the business. I don't think your dad's ready to let you take it over no. yet, but maybe we can convince him. Um, and you're doing some social media. What are some of your sites? So I have Pro-Lam Plus on Facebook.com, okay. of course,
0: and then we have our own website right now. It's ProLamPlus.com, but we are getting ready to revamp it. Ooh. It's going to be all new, more personal, in-depth.
1: Nice. For those
0: that don't really know what lamination and mounting is.
1: Like me. Yeah and pretty much anybody else that's listening because yeah. they think that laminating is the laminating machines yeah, from like the like stores. Or like laminate flooring. And then when I say custom framing, they're like, oh, you do door
0: frames? And I'm like, no, picture frames.
1: <laughs> that's what I was just about to ask you in the next one. What's the most common misconception that you get from your business? Do you sell laminate flooring? <laughs> that is one of them. Really? Yes. I would I not have know thought why that. why
0: people, when they hear the word laminate, that's where their mind automatically goes.
1: That's like the vinyl flooring, yeah, right? Yeah, like the little
0: planks that you piece together.
1: I don't get out. Well, I, well yeah, no, I can't. So yeah. that's the most. Co- so how are you combating that? What, are you going to be changing your website to kind of combat that or?
0: No. no. I mean, the website, once you go on it and you start looking, you know exactly what we have. Nice. So I okay. don't think we would have to really change that. It's just. Small local people, they just see laminate right away when they look up, you know, laminate. Pro-Lam Plus comes up because it's lamination.
1: Uh, so, and there's got not it. a lot of lamination shops in town. There's really not, but there are a few. So how do you differentiate yourself from them? Quality and quickness. And mm-hmm. price, of course. Nice. Price, of course. Are, is your pricing listed on the website as well? It is not right now. Okay. So how quick can somebody get a price quote if somebody wanted to call you? Oh, you can call me and within
0: I can either tell you on the phone or I use if it's something bigger or I'm running something, I usually call back within five minutes.
1: Oh, so quick. Very very quick. So do you do a lot through email? or Are you getting more phone calls? It's mostly phone calls.
0: Okay. And what's I the just best started number for them to reach up you? on the email. You know, uh, I, I'm the
1: more technological. You're one. getting people into the 21st. <laughs> you're getting Arland Plus into the 21st century. I hear this. I hear this. So what's the best phone number that they can reach you at? They can reach us at five two zero three two six zero four nine three. Okay, perfect. So we are nearing the end of our show which I'm very sad Um, but I do have to ask you one last question what do you like best about what you do and why I would say mm, that's a tough
0: one what do I like best because I love everything (laughs) I would say the lamination just because we're protecting something For our customers and it's bringing something that would maybe only last a little while and now they have it forever. Exactly. I love being able to capture everybody's memories and they get to keep it. It's not going to fade. It's not going to get beat up or worn down. And if it does, we always guarantee our work so they can always bring it back. But I just love being able to capture their moments forever for them.
1: Oh, that's so wonderful! I knew. Okay, so my mom and grandma and great grandma had these photo albums with all of like those photos that you can no longer do. Um, and I know we could always digitize them, but like, how would you do something like that and laminate it? Like, would do you do books? Do you do anything like like that? Um, we
0: have had people come and they do have they put together like scrapbook pages and we laminate um. them for them. But mostly it's just posters. They'll have a poster made or they'll just bring in singles. So we don't do a whole lot of books, but that would be a very good idea to put out there.
1: I think that would be because you do have a lot of those old ones that are out there that they want to preserve the memories and you know maybe cds are going to be a thing of the past you never know
0: with the way that it's going we don't know know. you
1: absolutely like electronic keeps like what was it like 11 or 12 years ago we didn't have the cell phones that we have today so things are constantly evolving but those Pieces that are permanent are always going to stay there, exactly. and you never know if it's going to be a Blu-ray or if it's going to be a CD disc or if it's going to be something completely different that's going to be obsolete in five more years.
0: Exactly. But you're
1: going to have those permanent memories that you might want to keep and laminate and put in yeah. some type of book.
0: We've had people bring very old photos, and they'll be ripped, and we'll try and you know oh. tape it on the back and place. No it and Elmer's glue. It look no <laughs> Elmer's glue. We'll try you know tape the back and. So that way when it gets
1: laminated. It looks brand new again on the front. Oh, that's beautiful. That is so beautiful. So that is all we have right now for connecting Tucson with Jamie. Unless Brianna, do you have anything that we've covered that you do not think we've covered that you want to let everybody know? Do I you do any specials so. for um, we people? do um, We do
0: specials. We have military, teacher, and government discounts. It's twenty percent off. Nice. You know, we love to help out our community. So if you're a teacher around. Please bring in your artwork or maps or anything you want to display up in the, the classroom that you want to keep for the following years and don't want to keep putting tax through it and ripping it. Bring it in. We would love to help you.
1: And it's not very expensive. It's no, inexpensive it's and very, very affordable. Very Okay, so teachers, military, and government, you mm-hmm. offer a 20% discount yes. for Excellent. Okay, so everybody, that is all for Connecting Tucson with Jamie here at the Stewart Title Studios in Tucson, Arizona. If you like the show, please let us know. Give us a like, share. Uh, you can get to know a little bit more about Brianna and Land Plus. Go to TucsonBusinessRadioX.com and click on Connecting Tucson with Jamie. As always, don't be afraid to step out of that comfort zone and make a brand new connection. You never know where it might lead. Until next time, keep on making unique connections, Tucson and my listeners. I love you. Thank you so very much. Have a great day.